Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Storms will rumble in the northeastern part of the country as some cooler and drier air tries to move in. Meanwhile, the tropics are heating up in many parts of the globe. I'm AccuWeather.com's Evan Myers, joined by AccuWeather.com's one and only Bernie Reno. One and only. Now it makes me nervous. That This is Weather Insider for Wednesday, July 31st. The last day of July. Summer is waning. We are at episode number 108. And, Bernie, first let's talk about uh, some of the storms and the potential for severe weather late Wednesday, Wednesday night in parts of the mid-Atlantic states and northeast and what's going to follow that. And then we'll get into the tropics. There's a lot to talk about there. I-95 from Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, New York City toward Boston. Uh, The thunderstorms are isolated, but they are going to have uh, damaging wind gusts. We saw that, yes, uh, on uh, Tuesday. Uh, We'll see some damaging wind gusts Wednesday night. The other thing about these thunderstorms Wednesday night, slow, slow movers. So flash flooding is going to be a problem as well. I think the area, as I highlighted, that is most susceptible to these thunderstorms Wednesday afternoon and Wednesday night is from Washington, D.C., right up toward Boston. But there's going to be some gusty thunderstorms all the way up in the eastern Maine as well. Bernie, talk about the weather to follow these storms. These, this front, as you and I spoke about on the Tuesday, this front is going to limp very slowly east and south. I'm not sure there's going to be a huge reduction in the humidity at all behind this front in New York City, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C. Boston has a chance. North and west of that line, certainly New York State, Rochester, Syracuse, um, certainly in Pittsburgh and Buffalo, I think there will be a lowering of the humidity. The only change that I think you'll notice uh, the farther east you go is it won't be as hot. Because temperatures won't be in the 90s anymore. They'll be in the 80s. The humidity's down a tad, but I wouldn't say it's a refreshing air mass coming in. But at least uh, no rain probably for a day or two. Probably uh, not. From, south, from north of the Mason-Dixon line. Although, even there, as you alluded to, uh, we could still see a few strays here yeah, and there. It's a just, few strays is probably the best way to describe it. Yeah. Farther south, though, Bernie, we've been watching uh, this area of tropical moisture. Uh, it's possible could develop, but unlikely. 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 Yeah. But what is developing is going to be lots of showers and thunderstorms in Florida, Georgia, and the Carolinas. And uh, that area, one of the three areas in the country currently uh, that uh, are experiencing dry soil conditions. Uh, we'll get to the other two in just mm-hmm. a second briefly. But that area will be uh, not necessarily inundated but there will be a good deal of shower and thunderstorm activity starting there and then as this frontal boundary kind of falls apart and the winds in the upper atmosphere turn more to the south that moisture is going to try to move right up the eastern seaboard talk about that and and it sounds like the not only the end of the week but the weekend in some places could be kind of damp uh every day in the southeast you're going to see more afternoon thunderstorms firing up 
Uh, so Thursday will be more than Wednesday. Friday will be more than Thursday and so on down the line. That tropical system north of Hispaniola uh, Wednesday afternoon will continue to come north. But we're starting to think now that it's impact on the southeast is going to be minimal with the exception of the area that Evan highlighted Florida where that some of that tropical moisture arrives that will be late Thursday into Friday and perhaps perhaps to the North Carolina coast at some point over the weekend but even if you take that moisture out of the equation there's going to be lots of thunderstorms firing up in the southeast uh, you know, as we go right through the weekend, um, and there's going to be some locally heavy rain, and there will be some gusty winds. But I think by the weekend, Evan, it's, you know, they're isolated thunderstorms, but they cover kind of a, the area impacted or potentially impacted will be quite large. And, yeah. and it will start to move northward, too. And we can technically debate whether it's associated with this or that, but the raindrops, at least as, the last, as far as the last time I checked, don't have letters on them that indicate that. Uh, but if that tropical coming moisture, from the tro- their their teas from the tropical but system, if that or, tropical moisture came in, it would be a heck of a lot it, more it, widespread. It would be. So, so we're going to have to watch that as we go through the week. Now, we also talked about, or I talked about briefly, the other two places in the country that are dry. One, New Mexico, significantly. Monsoonal rains have started to kick in in Arizona. Yeah. Monsoon people sometimes think of some tropical rainforest and think, well, how. The heck can you have a monsoon in Arizona where the desert is? But monsoon just really means seasonal rain, and that's when this is the time of year starting now and uh, next month or so is when that part of the country gets most of its rain and it's starting to kick in. And it was not going to take much for that to shift eastward a little bit into New Mexico and help in that area. And, Bernie, the other area that uh, could use some rain, probably the area that has the driest is the Pacific Northwest. They are going to get a little bit of rain Thursday night and Friday, but not not enough to help, are they? Not much. Not at all. In fact, that's the one part of the country I don't see any rain uh, except for the coastal areas, maybe from Seattle down toward Portland. Uh, by uh, uh, Wednesday night into Thursday, as you mentioned. The other thing with the monsoon, take a look at the satellite picture on AccuWeather.com. This is classic setup. You could just see that flow coming right in out of Mexico all the way up into Arizona, and there's going to be numerous showers and thunderstorms Wednesday afternoon into Thursday as the upper high is across the Texas panhandle. And it's interesting, the monsoon is is interesting to watch because as the upper high goes, so do the thunderstorms. So when the upper high shifts to the west, the thunderstorms go to the east. So late this week into the weekend, it's New Mexico. Right now, the uh, upper high shifted farther east from the weekend, and that's why we have the thunderstorms farther west in Arizona. Lots of footage I've seen of gusty winds and heavy-duty rain. But this is when they need the rain, and they'll get it, at least in Arizona, over the next couple of days. And, and you know, Bernie, this is the kind of thing, even though it's the desert, when you get these heavy downpours like this, you get mm-hmm. terrible flash floods. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of these roads uh, are actually not don't have bridges over the washes, and you really have to be careful You if you're driving in a in an isolated uh, road someplace, you come over a ridge, you come right down into a wash, and it's a raging river. And so those you really washes have to are be interesting, too, Evan, are. because the thunder, you know, the, the flooding occurs in the washes, not where the thunderstorm no, no, rains occur. Uh, uh, upstream but somewhere. But upstream, yeah. That, it's that's a totally a, different way of thinking. That's exactly right. Now, we talked about the tropics heating up, so we, uh, we, we don't need to talk anymore about the thing uh, off of Florida. But uh, out off the coast of Africa, 
we may see something develop uh, as we go through the rest of the week that may approach the East Coast in about 10 days from now. Talk about that. Well, we'll see. That uh, that system may, is about May. May. You know, I think this system will develop. It's about 35, 40 degrees west. It is days and days and days away from the Lesser Antilles, so let's say from Puerto Rico. Uh, if it would survive, it would be approaching the Lesser Antilles Monday night somewhere in the Monday night time frame. This tropical wave is different than its predecessors in that it is separated from the Saharan dust or the dry air that covers much of the tropical Atlantic this time of the year. That's why I always call uh, from July 15th to August 15th, the mid-season lull is because the dust just takes over all the tropical Atlantic. But this system is south of that. I don't see any, we talked about wind shear on Tuesday. I don't see much of that. So this should have a free run of uh you know four to five days and i think this will become a tropical depression and or storm before it hits the lesser antilles or approaches it late monday night into tuesday by tuesday and wednesday i'm not sure because i think conditions will start to get a little less or more hostile for development so we'll look at that as we go through the next few days also surfs up in hawaii uh we have uh, eric hurricane eric which is going to pass well south of the Hawaiian Islands. However, the circulation will cause the surf to be pretty high there. And the system, uh, Category 3, but as uh, systems generally do as it gets closer to the Hawaiian Islands, uh, south of there, the uh, Pacific water temperatures are somewhat cooler and it starts to lose its support. And following behind that one, Bernie, is Flossie. Uh, that may become a hurricane or a hur- hurricane of a number, of, let's say a Category 1. Uh, it's on going to follow its heels and probably of Eric and probably stay to the south of the Hawaiian Islands, but it's going to help keep the surf up there. Yeah, and, and, and this one may, Flossie may take a little farther track to the north. We'll see. But as you mentioned, Evan, they're not the right tracks to impact no, they have greatly to far- from in Hawaii. They have right. to start farther north. And then we have a tropical system that uh, is in, in Asia, in, in the, off the coast of uh, China and, and Vietnam, and uh, that system, uh, even though it's not a hurricane, it is likely to pass uh, south of uh, Hong Kong and uh, come inland right on the Vietnam-Chinese uh, border uh, north of Hanoi. And uh, there's going to be a lot of rain with that system. So it, it, it all adds up to the tropics starting to, starting to heat up. And we're nowhere, nowhere near peak season. When's that, Bernie? Uh, usually the peak season is September 10th. But what I always tell people after August 20th, you're telling us now, look out, you're telling the people right now. And in fact, it's always late August. You typically have a storm threatening the United States. So that's what typically does happen. So we're getting an early start now and we're going to keep watching uh, all this as it unfolds during the course of the next couple of days. And we'll be back with more details on this Thursday.